I am Jade Madison Scott, the creator, writer, and producer of Small Victories, and today is a really good day. Why? Because we have Economo Efang. Efang? 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 Efang. Thank you. <laughs> because we have Economo Efang in the house, the voice of the host. What's up, Economo? What is going on? I'm glad to be here, Jade. I'm glad that you're here, man. Talking to you is such a bright spot in the day. You just have like, such a nice voice, you cool energy, cool dude. Thank you. Yeah. All right. So I'm going to ask you a bunch of questions as this is an interview, and that's kind of the point. But before we okay. get into all of that, I do want to know, and I want the audience to know, who are you? Introduce yourself. How do you describe yourself? You know, what makes you tick? Okay. So um, I'm Economo Uh I'm an Atlanta, Georgia native, um, veteran, um, voice actor. I, I do a lot of, I got a lot of uh, titles under my belt. But uh, yeah, I'd say I'm pretty goofy uh kind of introverted but you know trying to break out of my shell here and there and uh, i just like to enjoy myself and have fun i think that's the best way to put it mm. and how did you know that you wanted to be an actor what made you want to be an actor well it started with my infatuation with uh video games and cartoons uh, i knew growing up i wanted to do something with uh just be a part of something like video games all the time you know i play them uh, started out early as three years old, actually. <laughs> I was oh. playing, I was playing stuff like Mortal Kombat. Like I'd be scared. Like you play Mortal Kombat time, at three years old. I was. I'm telling you, I'll do a fatality and I'd run out the room because I was scared. And then I'd come back <laughs> <laughs> when uh, after the blood and gore was out of the way, and I'd keep playing. But um, I'd say around uh, 2010, I had a friend of mine tip me up and was like, "Hey, I want you to talk on my mixtape." And I was like, "I." I guess it seemed weird at the time, but ever since then and ever since recording myself on YouTube, I was like, oh man, it's pretty cool to, you know, tweak my voice and make it sound like certain things and people, you know, praise me for it. So I'm all for it, you know? And ever since then, I was like, let's see what else we could do with my voice and what other things we can sound like and how far I can go in this journey. Mm, nice. Um, so like I said earlier, you do play the host. How would you describe the host in five words? Um. <laughs> uh, number one, I'd say petty. Uh, there's <laughs> moments <laughs> with him and Marisol. It's like, oh, this is what you're doing, Marisol. Well, let's talk about it with everybody. Um, <laughs> he's honest. There's another one. Uh, he tells Marisol like it is, 100 every time. You know, uh, even when she's wrong, he keeps it honest with her. Uh, he's loyal. He's always there when she most needs it even when she doesn't think she needs it he's there um let's say uh reliable you can always count on me to be there at the end of the show and the beginning of the show <laughs> and um uh as of this new season we're gonna say dynamic uh he's okay. changing okay. this guy's changing he's doing new things he's doing great things actually all right we're gonna come back to that dynamic comics i think that's interesting but before we do that I want to ask you a question. So, okay. well, that's all I'm actually doing. I'm only asking you questions, <laughs> but I have a question to ask. So last season in the season one finale, I know because they told me on Twitter and things that a lot of people were shocked and delighted in that finale when Marisol broke into the host's world and you guys had that heart to heart and like you broke into the real world. It was a real shock. People loved it. And I just want to know, like, what were your thoughts when reading and recording that scene? How did you feel when you saw that come up? I was like... Oh my God, 
I get to show my acting chops. No, but uh, <laughs> no. Um, like I said, I, I talked about how loyal the host was and how he was there for Marisol when she needed it most, even when she didn't think she needed it. And for him to really sit there and talk with Marisol and say, hey, I'm glad you didn't sell that to Jacob. You did a really good thing, you know? And for him to come out of, well, her she ended, she ended up in his world, obviously, but for him to have that real sit down and talk with her, it, you know, it was it was really good. It showed that, hey, I'm not going to allow you to make these bad mistakes and, you know, to make these mistakes and just to be a bad person because ultimately Marisol is a good person. She just has her moments where, you know, addiction takes over and, you know, she has to do certain things that the average person would never think of doing. But she's ultimately a good person and the host is going to ensure that, you know, she continues on this path of goodness as long as she can and, you know, keep her honest too. So, mm. And that's interesting you say that because that's the role that you served in season one, but in season two, the host plays an even larger role, sort of building upon that dynamic that we started in the season finale of like you, you know, not just being confined to that introduction, outgo, uh, outduction space. What's it called? Outgoing conclusion? I don't know what that is. Um <laughs> But uh, so, like, how did you adjust to having this more prominent role in season two? Uh, well, for the host, what I did for those moments, I put myself in that situation. Well, in the actual story, mentally, it was like, come on, man. You know you can't let her go out like this. Like, what would you, <laughs> if you needed somebody in your corner, how would you, you know, what would you tell them? How would you sit there and be of a good service to this person that you know is very close to you? It's almost like I treat Marisol as my little sister, in a sense. You know, <laughs> I would tell her that, you know, Marisol, I want to see you do great things, and I really want to be there for you. But sometimes you're going to have to take accountability of your actions, you know? So mm. that's, how I, uh, that's how I see it. All right. You also, like, quite literally have an interesting position in the series. So you both are and are not a part of the larger story. So, like... You get to be in this metatextual space where you are quite literally hyper aware that you are in a narrative and that you're almost not necessarily framing the narrative because you two are like a part of it. But like you're you're aware that you're in a story while still being like a distinct part of the story. And you Mm -hmm. exist like an even and like this dynamic becomes even more pronounced because there's another character this season that exists in a sort of different level of unreality in the show so like how do you as an actor sort of contextualize the different levels that we have going on here and the sort of presence of the audience in it all well uh like we spoke about being dynamic it makes uh me having this larger role makes the host multi-dimensional it's not just you know uh you're now listening to small victories and that's it. No, it's no, you you're voice. now listening to small victories <laughs> and then you switch up and you go, Marisol, what are you doing? Let me, why are you doing this? You know, be honest with yourself, you know? So it's like, I kind of flip, a, I'm able to flip a switch back and forth and it helps, it helps make me better as an actor ultimately, because if I'm able to, go, you know, keep it stern and stoic one way and then switch it up and then go here and go there and go there. It's going to be ultimately, it's like, man, this, it, it just may, it's allowing me to have fun ultimately in this role. So mm. it, it's just a lot. It's a lot. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's interesting because, and like to build again on that dynamic thing that you've mentioned twice now, I too see you as a very dynamic 
it's like your, your character is a very dynamic character and a very dynamic interpretation of the character because the host, it would be very easy to make them, you know, dry by the books, storybook narrator kind of thing where there's not like a lot going on because up until season two, you've mainly just be doing introductions and then outros. And like, that's a really, that can be like a really dry sort of thing to do, but you bring a lot of humor and life into it. And you even do like a lot of improv during it, which like further brings it up. So I want to know, like, what is your process for like, being able to bring this much character and vivacity to what on the page could be interpreted as a small part. I'm not going to lie. I got to, uh, I got to give a shout out to Mo, you know, listening to how Mo is. She's a, a super talented, amazing actor. Got to give her props on that, but just listen to how she talks. And it's like, honestly, I just sit myself like, all right, Mo's right here, right in front of me. I'm right here. We're having a conversation. Like, it's not even like I'm reading a script at this point. It's like we're just going off vibes and <laughs> I'm bouncing ideas. Like, I can he I can feel the idea come off of her. And I'm like, what would I say in this moment as a, you know, as a Conimo versus as the host? So, you know, just talking to her as a person, it's like we just nail it back, you know, with that interaction. And I love it, man. It's it's fun. It's enjoyable. And, uh, you know, shouts out to Mo. <laughs> <laughs> Honestly, like, cause you guys really do some really lovely work. Uh, and like, again, like the things you guys are just able to come up with, with like the bare bones of the writing and like the things you're able to like improv off of. It's such a delight every time you don't see me, but I, I'll, I, I laugh when my camera's muted. I do it. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So we're coming to the end of the interview and I'm going to hit you with like a quick one, two combination of questions. So number okay. one, what episode are you most excited for the audience to hear in season two? I definitely want them to hear episode uh, I definitely, like you said, you know, breaking into more of that host role. Like it's, it's not just your regular host. It's host slash you, your, your, uh, your angel on your shoulder. You know, letting you know, like, hey, what's really going on? You know, we're having a real sit down and we're talking. So we'll see what happens in episode four. We're not going to talk too much about it, but definitely listen to episode four. All right, that was number one. Now here comes the uppercut. How are you gonna celebrate the premiere on August third? August third, man. August let me 3rd. tell you. Uh, I was I was at work before I came in, and I was like, you know what? Let me check my schedule. They were like, we don't even have a schedule out there. <laughs> so you know what I'm gonna do anyway? What, what I'm gonna do is I'm gonna post it all over my social media, and I'm gonna tell my friends to tune in, and I'm gonna tune in, and I hope that everybody else listening tunes in, and we go from there. 